Welcome to the Feel Good in Body, Mind and Soul show. I'm your host, Isa Welly. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and a well-being coach, and I'm here to bring you tips, tools, and conversations around nutrition, well-being, mindset, to help you feel good in body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to my podcast, Izawali here. Today, we are talking about time management. And I just want to share with you, it's going to be a quick episode today, five things that I do to manage my time efficiently. Some of these things I was already doing, but I think becoming a mother a little bit even more, I'm a lot more sort of on it and the importance of me of having time with my daughter, but still doing the things I want to do require me to, to just manage my time properly. So let's dive into it. Number one, prep ahead of time. Okay. So this is, I think, I guess this works. This this can work as well for like, you know, food prep and health related, but this also worked for me in terms of my work. And I've always done that because I've always done a lot of different things, right? I teach Pilates. I do one-on-one nutrition and coaching clients. I do collaboration with brands. I create content for YouTube. Then I create content for social media. Like these are different things that I love. And recently I've started exploring also doing some business mentoring, right? So, and I have to do these things because, not because I'm desperate and I want to do loads. Like I'm like that. I have like the creative mind and I thrive when I do loads of different things. I couldn't do just one of these things. It would absolutely kill me. Like I have to do all of them because I, I love all of, them, all of it. If any of you follow human design, I'm a manifesto generator and it, I'm exactly a manifesto generator. I must, I thrive when I do different things. But anyway, number one is prep ahead of time. And I do that by brainstorming ideas, creating multiple options. So for example, with my podcast, I two, three months before an episode, I have already written, sat down, take two hours really getting to it, getting the zone and I'll, and I'll would have written already a lot of, you know, topics, just topics. No, it's going to be this one, just a lot of things I want to talk about, break it down. And then from there, I will start putting them into different categories. When it's good to talk about these things, like I'm always super prepared, right? Ahead of time. Same for food. Like that's become a little bit easier for me because I've done this for ages, but I know the kind of meals I want to eat. I'll order that ahead of time. So it's delivery a couple of days before I need it. So prep ahead of time. It requires you to be organized, to think ahead of time. But once you get in the swing of things, it's really easy, right? But if you're someone, a creative, you do a lot of things and you're trying to juggle that plus, I don't know, your work, your creative things, your family life, your social life, I really recommend take a notebook, sit down and prep ahead of time. What do I need for work? What do I need for my family? What do I need for my food? But anyway, number two, batch cook, batch prep, batch everything. I'm a batch prepper girl. Like for example, again, with this podcast, I will sit down. I've rented a studio for two hours and I know I can film three, recall three to four podcasts, maybe five if I have a short episode. That means... I have to have written, that's why I'm prepped, those episodes. I don't write them all. Like I just have a a brief script of these five things I want to talk about, right? So 
That means I come to the studio with already four or five, maybe even six written just in case, just in case you never know, right? So I like to batch things because once my mind is in this flow of the podcast and I'm there and I'm talking, I'm in the flow, I'm not then going to stop. I'm going to do as much of these things as I want, as I need. Same if I'm home and I'm in the writing flow and I'm in that flow and I'm feeling and I'm feeling inspired. I'm not just going to cut it, just write one and then record one. I'm going to write as many as I can because I know I'm in the groove. I'm feeling creative that day. Same for cooking. I have an hour. Okay. I'm not cooking one veg. I'm cooking three, four. I'm putting in the fridge in the freezer and off we go, you know? So that will save you so much time and money as well. So much time, honestly, like bashing things is really good. And some people don't really like it. They function differently and that's fine. But if it's something you've never done, I really consider trying it and see how it goes for you. Number three, anticipate challenges. Oof. <laughs> anticipate challenges. Listen, that one requires you to know yourself. Like for me, for example, coming here today, I was like, okay, you know, the traffic gets funny, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to leave earlier. If I get there, they don't have this. The light is not good. Let me take my lighting. Like you anticipate things that can happen. Same in your kitchen. Okay. If this happened, if my family, if my daughter, like anticipate the challenges, don't assume everything will be smooth. I never assume that. Most of the time things are smooth, but a lot of the time it's because you prepared and you've taken the extra cable, right? So anticipate the challenges you're likely to meet in your, in your thing that you're doing, in your cooking process, in your going to the gym, in your recording the podcast, in your work. What are you likely, what's likely to happen or what could happen? And solve them ahead of time, right? That's the other thing. Okay, I don't have a babysitter. What if that babysitter can't make it? Who do I have a second option? Solve them ahead of time. Find that second option. Have them handy by. Just anticipate those challenges, which can also be, be prepared, basically. Number four, I say no to social events and projects that don't really mean much to me. I have less time now. And, and even, I'm going to be completely honest with you, even before I became a mother, I was a little bit like that. I was, I'm very much like, if it's not a strong yes, it's a no. <laughs> I'm very much like that. And it's something I've learned from Marie Folio. She's a, a life coach, an American life coach. Years, years ago, I've done her B-School course, which was life-changing for me in studying, working online, building a brand. I've learned a lot, a lot from, from her. But if it's not a strong yes, it's a no. If I'm not like, oh my God, absolutely, this is exciting. I can't wait to see you. Duh, duh, duh. It's a no. If it's like, mm, let's see, well, maybe. No, I'm not going because I want to spend time on things and use my time to do things that I'm in love with, like I'm passionate about. And I don't have enough time to just do the in-between things. That for me, that's for me is important. So I'm leaving you the advice. If the same, you are short on time and you just want to make sure you're doing things you love. If it's not a strong yes, just forget about it. Last but not least, strong boundaries, especially online. In life as well, but strong boundaries with who I engage with and how I engage with those people. For me, I work a lot online. Let's give an example on YouTube, for example. 
you know, I share a lot of videos. I get a lot of comments. I can't respond to all of them. I could, but that's a lot of time, right? And I mean, what is that going to give me back? And it's not that I'm ignoring people when I can, I just put a like, but it's not a clever use of my time. Like if I spend an hour to respond to comments, I could use that hour to film two more workouts, <laughs> which will be better for you and for me, right? So I tend to respond to those that I see and those that I feel like, okay, this is important. And also without sounding like whatever it sounds like, you've got to, I think our energy is so important online. And we've got to be careful to who we give access to right? We give our, ourselves access to like, who's going to access me? Everybody can access me. You can email me. You can talk to me online. I'll reply. People will message me, DM. If I'm there, I'll reply. But sometimes I feel like I have to set the boundary so people don't think, okay, I'm going to call her and she's basically going to give me a one-to-one online or, or things like that because people will do it. The more you engage, the more people will want to engage and it's fine, but you've got to know your limits. And that is something I've learned with time online that if I want to keep my work online and stay sane, I have to set some strong boundaries on how much I communicate, how long for, who with. And it's the same in life, to be honest with you, because you give this, we say in front, you give a little bit, you give a little finger and they take the arm. And I think you say that in English as well, right? So I think it's a proverb. So again, it's being mindful of how much of ourselves we're giving to others and who are these others we're giving to, right? Basically. So let's recap. Five things I do to manage my time efficiently. Number one, I prep ahead of time as much as I can. I brainstorm ideas. I, I write them. I develop the episode. I have the food menu in my head. I prep. So important. I batch cook, batch prep, batch everything, batch film. If I have a studio, it's four hours. I'm doing as much as I can. If I have two hours in the kitchen, I do as much as I can there. Number three, anticipate the challenges. What could happen? What could go wrong? Anticipate and solve it ahead of time. Don't be like, mm, this could work. What if it doesn't? Then you're screwed, right? So if you don't have a lot of time, anticipate those challenges, solve them ahead of time. Number four, if it's not a strong yes, it's a no, right? Just saying yes to social events and projects and things that really mean to you, mean something to you and that you're excited to do, to go to. And last but not least, strong boundaries, being aware of how much of yourself, of your time, you're giving to others and who are these others. And I'm going to add a little something there. It's not just strangers. These could be your friends as well. This could be your family, if we're being completely honest and transparent, right? But it's you, remember, you are in charge of your time, of your energy, so use it wisely. Et voilà for today. Thank you so much. Don't forget, before we go to leave a review on the Apple podcast, please, 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 this would mean so much. And I keep forgetting to say this in my episode, but we will give you, if you leave a review on the Apple podcast and you send a photo of it to admin at easywelly.com, we will give you my Energize ebook. I have an ebook with recipes, a couple of workouts in there as well. So, Rise and Energize is cool. So please leave a review and come and get the ebook. Thank you so much. Bisous. And I'll see you soon.
I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review on the Apple podcast. It really helps the show grow and inspire more people to build and live a healthier and happier life. And as a thank you, because I like to say thank you, I will be sending you my Rise and Energize ebook. So all you need to do is go on the Apple podcast app, leave a review, take a screenshot of it, and email us that screenshot on admin at easywelly.com admin at isawali.com. So the ebook has recipes, workouts, and loads of nutrition and lifestyle tips on how to stay energized. Thank you so much, so, so much for being here.